0: bonjour bon midi, bonsoir <laughs> so, hey, wow i tell you i got tired of saying hi like i've been stressing about how not to say it because i'm like this high thing has been stretched out so you figure the french route but yeah uh and before i embarrass myself father you know what if you never thought about doing it you probably should start a podcast yeah even if it's just going to be for you i feel like so many times we we create for other people and when i feel like also you should be your primary audience like god making the whole of humanity was for himself not really even for us but him he wanted people so he made people yeah because it's just beautiful to have to vent out these discussions that you have in your head and if you decide to post them having somebody call you up and they're like you know what i really liked what you said or this thing i did it didn't say well with me but it's what i think it's just it creates fodder for really amazing conversation so think about it yeah i'm really stoked about what i'm going to talk about today um <laughs> i don't even know what i'm going to title it but yeah we'll figure it out maybe post-production yeah So uh, I'm reading this book by Charlemagne, the God. uh, It's called Shukwan. Let me tell you, if you are easily offended or if you're a person who has a very rigid perception of Christianity or of God or of Mm. clean language and expression that should be monitored, this book is not for you. But if you'd like that challenge, this book is definitely for you. Charlemagne, the god is unapologetic in how he airs out whatever it is he's feeling so it's brilliant and if you'd like to read more there's another book called the um black privilege it's also by him so it's really fire so the quote that inspired this is um he said in shook one one of the chapters he says that direction um forces you to pay attention but when i read it i just i got this flashback of a memory sometime in 2019 or 2018 one of those two so um i was coming to visit a friend i'd recently made so it was the first time i was going to her house yeah and so i was linking up with a mutual friend we have so we could both go to see her and that day had been really hectic for me i'd come from school and then in that period i was the electoral commissioner for my school if i'm not wrong and so i had to pass by the head campus which was like two two and a half hours from my city and then i had spent like one and a half hours in meetings back and forth and then now i had to go to nairobi because i was the closest because even if i wanted to go back home i'd have to go to nairobi to get a matatu that would take me directly back home so i decided to crash over at her place for the weekend then go back home over the over like monday or sunday evening and so i get to town and then i meet this mutual friend who's coming from school and so now we were about to go take a matatu to go to my friend's house and so my friend pulls out their phone and then they start googling directions like where to go to them to the determiners to get to the matatus and uh, At this point I am tired and my day has been full and then I'm in Nairobi It's at night and I have a bag with clothes So I'm just I'm really past my my threshold Then now, this person is pulling out their phone to look for directions and yet I know how to get where we were supposed to go but my friend thought that i didn't know because they'd been living in nairobi for like three years and so they felt that they had more knowledge about the city and that i couldn't possibly know how to get where we were supposed to go so now the people who know us, um, who know nairobi we were going to safari park like there's a school called usiu there. that's where we were going and so i'm trying to tell them i know how to get there because every holiday as a kid i I used to go visit one of my grandmothers who lives there so we in fact we'd walk with my grand like my maternal grandmother would go walk over to that grandmother's house so i knew the area pretty well and so i was telling him i know how to get there by matato but it's like no, no 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 we can get there so he pulls out his phone goes to google and they're googling how to get us there and so for the next 30 minutes we were walking around nairobi at night i am tired my feet hurt my bag and i'm and i'm following a person who's looking at their phone because even they are not that familiar with nairobi then to make it worse it's at night and so at some point i just got tired and i told them you know what this is the direction to where we're supposed to go call up our friend ask her if this is the place where we get those metatus and once we called, that she's like yeah that's exactly where you're supposed to get them you guys should have been here like an hour ago let me tell you it was the lord who shut my mouth because i wanted to look at that person and tell them i told you so i would be in a house warm clean fed watching a good show instead i am in town roaming with you because you would not listen and when Charlemagne said that direction um, makes you pay attention i realize i get what this guy is saying i really do because One of the sad things about having tech is that you don't learn to pay attention because you can easily get an answer to a question by tapping a button. How I learned to navigate Nairobi when I got here, because there are times like the Safari Park um, reference was because my grandmother would take me there. So out of habit, I I grew up knowing the location. But as an adult, when I finally moved to Nairobi, my grandmother told me this that when you get to town pick a landmark pick one at least at least make it your business to learn a new, a new landmark every six months or three months that way if ever you're lost you will retrace your steps back to that landmark and at least we can help you from there and so whenever I go to a new place I make it my business to have my eyes open I pay attention because if I can find a building see even if I'm lost I can tell you I'm in this building Or what I am seeing around me is this. And so you can help me navigate my way through. Or even I can find a way out. Yeah. And so that really helped me when I moved to Nairobi in like 2018. In 2020, after the corona lockdown that happened in Kenya. Because then I ended up knowing how to get certain places. So even if I was lost, I could call up someone. I'm like, okay, I'm here. And I don't know how to get to where you're telling me to go. They're like, oh, that's easy. just take this route. Go this way. Goes this way. And it really helps that paying attention. But if, and I'm not coming at anyone because we all have our ways of adjusting and and figuring out our own stuff. But I found that the more you rely on GPS, the more unlearned you become in geographic and even just direction intelligence. Because if you're so used to using your phone, you don't even know where you are half the time. Yeah, unless you visit that place a lot and I can't even help you out of that place because you don't even know how to get to a certain location because either you're always in a cab or you're on a motorbike taking you there or you just never pay attention because you're always on your phone but when somebody gives you physical directions you have to pay attention you have to listen and you probably even ask them to repeat it several times to make sure that you got what they're saying for me it got so serious at some point i would take out a pen and a paper and write down okay so step one i get here okay i get here i stand here i look for what and even asking them who can i ask for directions in places where i can't reach you let's say where i'm going i don't have credit to call you to confirm a direction or i'm out of internet bundle so i can't even google how to get to a certain place who do i ask because apparently in nairobi for people who are outside the country you can't just ask any random person for directions it could be a thief or i don't know it's just it's not safe so you need to know that you go ask these um security guards outside of restaurants those are the ones you ask for directions or certain Empesa women who kind of look elderly or look motherly they might be more helpful and also something i picked up is that you'll always find women on the street selling vegetables. Those ones also are really reliable. You can trust them, and even these matatu touts. If you can find a nice, just analyze how a tout is behaving. You can go ask them, or even a driver of a matatu. Ask them how to get to a certain place. They'd be really helpful. Yeah, that's just a by the way of navigating Nairobi. And so, um what was I saying? Oh my God, not completely forgotten. I'll just retrace my steps. <laughs> Directions make you. F- oh yes, I was talking about um, writing down directions, and how when you're getting directions, you you have to pay attention, because you know when you get there, you might not really have this person's um, this person um, at your disposal to relay the instructions again. So you have to actively assimilate it. And now that I've said that, I think it kind of makes sense. Like the first four, five, six, eight chapters of Proverbs, when david is talking to solomon and telling him, my son pay attention to what i'm going to tell you like pay attention pay attention because you need what i'm going to tell you these ones instructions are like directions in fact i think they're just synonyms and you need to pay attention so that your way will be clear so that you will know what to do in certain instances but if you don't pay attention my son then you're going to get lost i think it's in uh, was it joshua one i was reading." And God was telling the Israelites that um, do not turn to the left or to the right. Let me find that scripture. Just a bit. Yeah, Joshua 1. So God told Joshua, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Um, This is the NIV. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go and then proverbs 4 25 27 i'll just read part of it it says give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways do not turn to the right or to the left keep your gaze fixed right ahead that's so beautiful because you know with directions it's don't add to what i'm telling you you don't know where you're going Or you don't know how to behave in a certain place. So, whatever I'm going to tell you, you need to listen. Because if you don't listen, then you will very well sabotage yourself when you get there. You might not even get to that destination because you don't know how to get there or because you did not listen to what I was telling you. And just like my friend wasted so much of our time roaming in town, getting frustrated and tired because they wouldn't listen to me that's also what happens in our lives when you don't listen to instructions because you think you know better or because you feel like you you have a shortcut to get there yet if you've never been to that place wisdom is that you keep quiet sit down and let the person who's been there tell you how to get there because then otherwise you waste a lot of fuel you waste energy and you might even end up getting robbed if you're in a strange place because people can easily tell when a stranger is is in their turf yeah and you're very gullible when you're lost, and when that frustration starts mounting, especially if you're running late, you'll easily do anything, and your defences are down. So it's very important that we learn how to pay attention. But the use of tech has has distorted how our minds work. So even if we get directions, we're not we are not able to assimilate them how it would have been. Charlemagne made a very um, interesting um is it i don't i won't call it an assumption because he also said there were some studies done about it how for gen z and the latter half of the millennials not even latter half like latter quarter closer to the gen z generation our brains are softer because we're so used to having things at our disposal for them they had to learn things you had to go to a library and actually do research like take out multiple books and read them right now it's okay google what you have to say about this okay so i can get a term paper online i can just copy this redraft it a couple of words here and there to avoid plagiarism and then just post it or give it to my lecture or something like that so our brains are softer because they're not they've not grown up knowing they've not been developed knowing how to handle difficult situations like some of us can't even tell our parents phone numbers And he was saying how it is unfathomable to them that some of us don't even know contacts for like our close friends upon memory because you know your phone is going to do that for you. And so it also got me thinking about what it's like when God instructs us. Because how we relate with God, whether we like to admit it or not, is very cultured by how we relate with technology. So God comes to you and tells you, okay, so you're going to go to a particular place and when you get there, I will give you instructions. Angela, like, God, no, hold up. That's not how it works. I'm supposed to know where I'm going to go and how to get there. Like, we, we, we want the instructions from God to be like how a movie plays out. That the actor knows the next scene. So they know how to prepare themselves for the next scene. But with God, that's not it. Because that's not how faith works. Faith is you take the first step. And then the second step, he will tell you how to take it. It's Abraham, leave your father's household and go to a land I will show you. Libra, what do you mean? No, I want you to keep walking and when you get there, I will tell you you've gotten there. But until then, you sit tight and you wait for me to give instructions. But for a people who are so used to having our whole path carved out on our screen, following God's instructions seems unloving it makes him look like a sadist. it makes him seem very uncaring because why won't you tell me where I'm going why won't you tell me what to do when I get there why won't you let me prepare myself for that place how I think I should be prepared but that's not how it works with God because then to do that would be to deny you the opportunity to work out your faith and the working out of your faith is actually beneficial for you with God, you usually know the next step once you've taken the step before. And without that step in front, there is no next step. It's like, um, let me give this example. So for the people who have not watched, um, what is it called? What is this movie called? Um, The Justice League, Zack Snyder's Cut. So when, oh, spoiler alert for those ones who have not watched it. But some point after the, after the Trinity, or uh, what is it called? After it unified, and it kind of decimated the planet, when Flash had to work it out, he ran backwards, and he was saying that he had to run faster than the speed of light. And in doing that, he was able to reverse whatever time had done or rather what the box had done to reality because when the box went boom it destroyed everything and so when flash was running backwards he literally was stepping on space and stepping on space because he was going faster than light it forced ground to appear underneath and i feel like that's how it is with god's instructions that until he tells you to step next there is no place for you to place your feet And it's easy for you to fall when you move out of God's instructions there is no path until he tells you to walk there even if the path is very clear or it has worked for somebody else for you there is no path unless there's an instruction from God Bible says that your word thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path his word is what makes that path visible for you to walk So when you don't obey God's instructions to the letter, you are actually keeping yourself from getting to your destination and actually getting there much sooner and less tired, less frustrated, less losses. And in the process, you get to learn how to grow your faith because I mean, and even get closer to God because you had to stay tight and wait for him to give instructions and actually pay attention to what He is telling you to do. Not just being zombied, just sitting there because you think your phone is going to record instructions for you or you... you see the beautiful thing about getting instructions from god it's not like you're going to open up your phone and be like okay google on this day at this time god spoke to me and he told me this and i didn't listen so what did he tell me google and go and help you there so <laughs> you need to be present and that presence is good even for intimacy so again directions force us to pay attention And in a time when social media is out here trying to make your life look easier and making things just, generally life is easier because of technology, but also let's put a curb to it because it also comes and affects how we relate with God. And also it doesn't help us know how to relate with the vulnerability that comes with having to receive instructions because because we're so used to being Somehow, tech has made us very selfish and very self-reliant. We no longer are interdependent, but our independence has made us that we've become more uh, unsocial. We are more solitary than we were before. And you know, when you're vulnerable, like in the instance of when I told you that when you come to Nairobi, this other kind of people, you ask for instructions. When you don't know, you're very vulnerable to the kind of instructions you're going to be given. Because you're so eager to get to a certain place or to know what to do in a certain environment. You're vulnerable to the kind of information you're going to get. And most likely you'll believe it because you don't know much about where you're going or how to get there. So this person literally becomes like a god where you are like, yes sir, yes sir, whatever you say I will do but we have to decide if that vulnerability is going to become a source of pride or a learning point because you can be in that space and think like my friend who was lost they were genuinely lost i could even see it on their face when they're looking at their phone because your directions are taking you around nairobi and you won't admit that you don't know so in that moment your vulnerability led you to pride because you were not willing to admit you didn't know you can let your vulnerability be a learning point Where now you you're like okay bruh, I don't know how to get us there do you know how to get us there or you go up to somebody and you're like sir I don't know how to get here could you please help me and this applies to every stage of your life there'll always be people who know better who have been where you need to be but you need to let your vulnerability be a, a place where you can learn A safe space for you to go and ask questions. Asking questions is a beautiful thing. It will save you a lot of trouble. It will save you a lot of grief. It will save you making mistakes that you did not need to make. But you need to be vulnerable enough to pay attention to the people who have been there. And to go to them and ask for directions. And Charlemagne the God might be a lot of things. But one thing I like about him is that he is... He is voracious for information. He wants to know. Like when I was watching, he's done several interviews with Bishop Jakes. And when I watch him in those interviews, he's he's on the learning curve. He's not this media god. He is a man looking at a man who has been way ahead and wants to learn. And in the process, he's able to produce material that if you look at objectively can actually help you. So next time when you're getting directions to anywhere or even how to handle cutlery at a formal function, pay attention. Don't say I'm going to go use, (laughs) I'm going to go use a YouTube or or I'm going to figure it out when I get there. Just be, for lack of a better word, be dumb enough to listen. I'll finish with this anecdote. I was learning how to use chopsticks, um, probably one and a half months ago and the first day uh, it frustrated the hell out of me and my hand was paining because of the way my it i was not used to that kind of placement and at some point i was just too frustrated i was not picking anything and i wanted to eat and i was not willing to be defeated and so i just looked to my friend and she asked me did you watch the youtube videos i sent i was like no i didn't watch them aki please just help me and so she did it again and she told me you do this and this And I lied to you not after she told me that and I watched her do it attentively. And as she was doing it, I was doing it also. I learned that night how to use chopsticks. And it's gotten easier since then. And all I had to do was tell her, I don't know how to do this. And even my practice based on my own instructions are not helping me. Think about that. Jesus, thank you for the opportunity to learn. Thank you that you are a good teacher who does not show off, who does not berate us when we don't know what to do, even when we fail to listen to your instructions, because God knows humanity is just trafficking on that end continuously. Thank you, Lord, that we will learn how to pay attention to your instructions so that we can learn how to live this life better. Even for those who are not of the faith, just help them learn how to show them Or lead them to knowing that they can ask questions. And that being vulnerable is not weakness. But it's actually an opportunity to learn. Thank you for loving us as always. In Jesus name I have prayed and believed. Amen. You are approved. You matter. You are worthy. And you deserve all the best in this life. Because God is good. Not because of your works. Not because of your efforts. But because God is good.